It's the Happy Families Podcast. It's the podcast for the time-poor parent who just wants answers now. When we use Santa as a thing, it's often used in terms of manipulating children's behaviour. You know, right throughout November and December, you hear parents all over the place saying, well, if you don't do this, then then you'll miss out on Santa Claus. And now here's the stars of our show, my mum and dad. Hello, it's Dr. Justin Coulson, the author of six books about raising happy families with my wife and co-host, Mrs. Happy Families, Kylie. Uh, Kylie, we've had some feedback coming through via podcasts at happyfamilies.com.au. In fact, not just uh, via the email address, we've actually had a lot of feedback coming through the Facebook page as well. I've been noticing a lot of activity um, on the Facebook page in relation to our podcast on helping our children to love giving. Yes, and I've loved seeing everybody's responses of what they're doing as a result of the things that they've you know heard us talk about. It was episode 176, if you've missed it, how to teach your children to love giving. Uh, it's it's kind of gone a bit bananas, actually. Got an email from Claire in Montana via podcasts at happyfamilies.com.au. Uh, Claire said, I've got a four-year-old who loves uh, colouring and painting, and so she's doing a whole lot of art and craft and getting out involved with the community and doing a whole lot of giving there. Uh, had a handful of other emails that uh, that caught my attention around the same idea. Yeah, I loved that. I love that there's quite a few families getting their ninja on. <laughs> yeah, somebody said, we've got our Christmas ninja. Uh, they've got their, uh, their- Also acknowledge that the ninja didn't work so well. <laughs> I, they did a knock and run. They did a secret Santa drop. And I can't remember the name of the person who did it, but uh, it was it was very, very funny. And uh, yeah, they, they got caught at the front door. I think the kids actually set it up so that they would get caught at the front door. I just, but isn't that the fun of it? <laughs> I, I reckon it is. <laughs> the other thing that uh, has- uh, come through, uh, a few people are saying, my two-year-old is really selfish and doesn't seem to want to give at Christmas. My two-year-old just wants to get. Uh, We need to highlight developmentally appropriate for a two or a three or even a four-year-old to to be saying, no, I don't want to share with anyone. I just want it all to be mine. That's what they do. Don't put too much pressure on them to be selfless and giving and sacrificing until they're at least, I don't know, at least six or seven, maybe even eight or nine. Well, Emily asked me a really tricky question yesterday. So this is our six-year-old. What did she ask? She asked me if I believe in Santa. (laughs) Now, there's a minefield because, well, we've obviously – I've got some strong beliefs about this. Uh, So this is probably a conversation that we should have without the kids. Oh, yes. Yeah, quick heads up. So we're talking about (laughs) the big man in the red suit today and uh, if – if your kids are listening, uh, you might want to just press pause and kick them out of the room and then you can come back because we've, we've got some pretty interesting things to talk about here. We actually had a question come through from the Grinch. <laughs> from the Grinch. So <laughs> we're, having, we're having a Grinchy <laughs> Christmas this year, so I'm really excited to read what the Grinch has to say. Yeah. But she said, I made the decision some time ago that I would never lie to my children if they asked me the truth about Santa, but I certainly wasn't expecting this question to come anytime soon. So when my five-year-old son, who isn't even at school yet, asked me straight up last week, Mummy, is Santa real? I was taken aback and put on the spot. I told him the truth. He didn't seem too fast. He just asked who brought the presents. I told him that I did and he was happy with that. Since then, I've told friends and family and they've been absolutely horrified that I've told him the truth. I've been accused of ruining the magic of Christmas for him and I've had friends upset as they're concerned my son will tell their children. Did I do the right thing? Have I ruined Christmas for my son? Have I made him grow up too fast or will he appreciate my honesty? The Grinch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it is a minefield. Oh, oh it's so tricky. This- well, you know that I've got some strong opinions about this, right? I mean, I've, I've written about it pretty much every year for the last 
four or five years and I'm firmly in the Grinch's camp. I'm in the tell them camp. Um, Emily knows the answer, by the way. I'm surprised. I mean, I'm surprised she asked you. Um, well, well, the reality is she actually, she knows your answer. She doesn't actually know mine. Well, I'll have to think about that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But my answer is a good answer. So let, let me tell you why I am firmly in the tell them the truth camp. Now, I, I want to highlight at the very outset, uh, if the kids are very, very little and they are all into Santa, I'm fine for them to believe it until the point where they start to actually question it and come to me. And if they ask me, I'm just like the Grinch. I just think we tell them the truth. We just say, well, it's funny that you've asked. Let's have a conversation about that. But let me tell you why. There was a study, there's there's been a number of studies that talk about deception. One recent study from a university in Singapore showed that children who have their parents lie to them experience detrimental effects. So they had 400 young adults. It was a retrospective, you know, let's, let's, Remember what it was like years ago. Uh, the, the, these young adults, these university students, were asked if the adults in their life had lied to them in their childhood, uh, maybe you know when they were younger, and how much they in turn now lie to their parents. And what the researchers discovered is that the kids who were lied to more were much more likely to lie to their parents. But what they also found is that the kids who received more lies from their mum and dad experienced more difficulty in dealing with everyday life challenges. Like they, they they had more guilt, they had more shame, they had more selfish and manipulative character tendencies as adults. Okay, like, but did this study actually look at Santa well, Claus well, and the Easter Bunny? I mean, seriously, is this such a bad thing? Children learn to lie through observation. And so basically the research shows that kids who are lied to actually start lying. Was it about Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy? Probably not. It was probably about things like, you know, divorce and separation and finances and all the big sort of stuff. But but essentially there's this undercurrent in the psychological literature that if we lie to our kids, they learn to lie. They, they, they learn uh, that we're not always going to tell them the truth and that it's okay for them to also play the same game. I've got a bigger issue though, because I, I think that it's probably hard to stretch that all the way to the Santa stuff. But my bigger issue is just when we use Santa as a thing, it's often used in terms of manipulating children's behavior. You know, right throughout November and December, you hear parents all over the place saying, well, if you don't do this, then, Santa won't come. Then you'll miss out on Santa Claus. Yeah. And, and, and I really have a massive problem with that because I want my kids to, to behave in, in positive social ways because it's the right thing, not because they might get a goodie for being a good kid. I, I just think that's horrible. I, I really struggle with that. But there's two other things that I think highlight why we can get away with letting the kids know when they ask and why the Grinch, I think, was right. The first is that, I mean, some people say, oh, you know, you destroy the magic of Christmas. Once the kids know, it's not magic anymore. Well, we've let all of our kids know and Christmas is still pretty magic. Uh, I know that it's not possible to do most of the stuff that I see in most movies that I see. Like we sit down and we watch a movie or we sit down and we read a book and we know that what we're watching is false. And yet we still get completely caught up in the story, still get completely caught up in the magic of the movie and still utterly, completely and in every way enjoy the movie. And I think that that logic applies when it comes to Christmas and Easter and losing teeth and whatever other fantasies we want to make up for the kids. Uh, They can still fully get into it from that point of view. And that's why I don't think that we should be uh, hiding the truth from our kids when it comes to Santa. Well, maybe we might take a break and we'll find out what I think about this whole situation, Mr. Coulson. 
It's the Happy Families Podcast. Are screens creating tension at home? Tweens, Teens and Screens is a webinar to guide families to healthy, safe, super screen solutions. Buy today at happyfamilies.com.au slash shop. It's the Happy Families Podcast and today we've been talking about the Santa myth. You've shared with us three I'm going to suggest quite compelling reasons Thank you. why. <laughs> so, so we shouldn't be lying to our kids. It's manipulative and uh, kids love fantasy. Grown-ups love fantasy. There's nothing the matter with fantasy. That's why I think that we should tell our kids the truth. So, so what if we find ourselves in the Grinch's position? We've got a five-year-old, he's, he or she's asking, in my case, a six-year-old who's asking me how I feel about this. Do I believe in him or not? So I think when the kids are young, we just let them believe whatever they want to believe. But once they're big enough to start to think really critically and think rationally, we should utilize that newfound neurological development that they've got and let them work it out for themselves. So instead of saying, hey, guess what, kiddo, now that you've asked, let me just destroy your life, ruin your Christmas and make you never believe anything. I mean, that's just horrible, right? And that's not where I'm going with this. What I think instead is much more useful is to say, well, I wonder what you think, like, do you think that it's possible that one person can visit every single house in the entire world in one night? And do you think that it's possible that one single person can eat that many cookies in one night? Can you imagine have how- Have you seen how big Santa Claus is? Have you seen how many cookies <laughs> he'd have to eat? Uh, you know, is it possible that he can really get down the chimney? What about houses that don't have- Like, you can start to step it through and say, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And, and even though I've got to tell them the truth philosophy- the, the reality is we've let our kids believe what they want to believe until they have actually figured it out for themselves as we've led them to ask the right critical questions around it, right? So I think that that's the best way to go rather than just slapping them and saying, well, kiddo, welcome to real life. You know, the school of hard knocks, this is what it is. What did you say to Emily? You haven't actually answered that question. Well, Emily and I had a gorgeous little conversation and I told her that I believe in the magic of Santa. Huh, not Santa himself, but the magic of Santa. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that the magic of Santa can live in everyone. And we had a little conversation about what that meant and the fact that Christmas is a time that we get to give just like Santa Claus did or does. And we get to be a part of that special process. That was what I told her. I think that's really nice. And it kind of ties in with what we've tried to do somewhat unsuccessfully, but we've tried to do with all of our other kids as well. And that is that once they know, we kind of recruit them to be secret Santas themselves. Well, it really taps in beautifully with the conversation we had about helping our children to learn to love giving. While ever Santa is the whole focus of our Christmas, it's all about receiving. But as we enable our children to recognise that the magic of Christmas actually lies within each of them, they become a part of the giving process. And that's what I love about it so much. I think the magic of Christmas is in your heart. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's where it is. You'd be the best Santa ever. Hey, yeah, we really hope that you've enjoyed the podcast. I know it was a bit of a dicey subject today, but hopefully it all made sense and hopefully you can have better conversations with your kids about Santa as a result of that. The Happy Families podcast is produced by Justin Rulon from Bridge Media. We appreciate all you do for us, Justin, and our executive producer, the brains behind the podcast, Craig Bruce. Thank you, Craig. If you'd like more information about how we can help your family to flourish, especially if you'd like to have that ongoing monthly support via our amazing Happy Families memberships. You can get all the information you need via happyfamilies.com.au.